Hey guys, this is Mikey Wilson, and as always, I'm your host here, DWMOD. That's Disagree With Me or Don't, and here we go. It's that time of year again, man. We're going to drop that NFL preview on you. Uh, The season starts tonight, guys. Tonight. Huge matchup, man. We got the Rams and the Bills. As always, you know we got our resident Vegas odds maker, Andy St. Clair. He's going to be on the show today. We're going to break stuff down, college football, pro football, odds for divisions. We have a fun time talking about some Vegas stuff. He's going to fill you in on some other stuff that maybe you don't think about as as your random everyday gamblers, you know what I mean? He's going to fill you on on some point lines to look at, things like that. Going to be a lot of fun. Hey, we're doing it again. We are doing it again. We are doing the DWMOD Parlay Challenge. All you got to do, guys, is tweet out a four-team parlay against the spread every week. First person to hit their four-team parlay, going to get an Aiden Hutchinson Detroit Lions jersey, man. It's not easy. I'm telling you that it's not easy. I mean, last year we had to we had to draw it back to a three-game parlay because after 10 weeks we still didn't have a winner. So if you think it's easy, I challenge you, literally, DWMOD challenge you to tweet out a four-team parlay. Because last year we had to tone it down to three, like I said. And I think in week 11 or 12, our winner, Graham Petty, got brand new NFL, all stitch names and numbers, pro style, L.A. Rams throwback Matthew Stafford jersey just in time to wear for the Super Bowl. Beautiful jersey. Check that dude out on Twitter. He put up pictures of it and stuff. This is no joke. This is a legit, legit jersey, legit contest, man. So tweet us out those parlays, four teams against the spread, Tweet it out at DWMOD pod, and we're going to get ourselves another winner, man. We got a lot to get to this week. Andy and I sat down for quite a while, a little over an hour. So I'm just going to hit you up with some of our uh, quick hits and our regular knock it offs here before we get into it. So let's get this thing started, man. Stay with me now. It's time for Disagree With Me or Don't. That's DWMOD. Let's go. Hey, congratulations to the Lions great Matt Stafford, Super Bowl champion. Down! Hut! 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 Hey, it's 2022, and Sweet Lou Whitaker still ain't in the Hall of Fame. This is an atrocity. Ready? Aw, Lions fans drinking that Kool-Aid Super Bowl! Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. Hut! The Dan Campbell era has officially started in Detroit, and I'm all in simply for the change in culture that it'll bring. I can't wait for hard knocks. I hope the last two seasons of NBA basketball have brought upon the death of the super team. But we all know it hasn't. Just wait till the offseason. No, I'm not interested in your hot take clickbait, man. It's irresponsible sports media. Knock it off. Hey, we're handing out baseball parlays every day for free, and we're winning. Stay with me now. Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. All right, hey, man, let's start this thing off right by thanking Fago for everything they do for us. You know what I mean? Let's make sure we're getting them Fago pops for the weekend, guys. Make sure you go out and get some better-made chips. Be ready for these football games coming up, man. You know what to do. And, hey, let's keep pressing. Fago and Better Made need to come together and get an NIL deal together for one of their own, Detroit's own, the NCAA's leading rusher last year, Lou Nichols up at Central Michigan University. I mean, what better advertising than you do you need than a local kid who led the nation in rushing and you go ahead and give him some hot chips, fire up chips. You got to get him a bag of those fire up chips. 
from Better Made and get a red pop going, man, or a gold pop going or something like that, man. I mean, let's get this combo going. Let's get this kid paid like he deserves, man, and let's sell some chips and sell some pop, man. And for the adults, man, do not forget the official beer of the DWMOD podcast, guys, and that is Old English 800. Oh, you know it. You know it's football season. We got the fridge stock. We're getting up early on the West Coast kickoff times. Have ourselves a little brass monkey, man. You guys can keep your expensive mimosas with all the champagne and orange juice and the heartburn that comes with it. I'm listening. Get my little Old English 800. Pour me a little glass. Give me a good splash of orange juice in there, just like you do with your mimosa. But mine's a brass monkey man with old english 800 i'm gonna join the tailgates and i suggest you guys do the same because i'm gonna tell you what man it works now let's get to some quick hits let's pick it up right where we left off in the intro man and let's talk a little aiden hutchinson here man we're giving away the jersey just got to tweet us out that parlay but you guys watch hard knocks you see what this guy looks like. You see how giddy they are in the room with the stuff they're not even showing us that they probably don't want out there on tape for everybody, the stuff this guy can do. Um, I think You know, he's a, he's an early front runner for Defensive Player of the Year, and I really don't see why he can't win it because the Lions are going to play plenty of defense this year, man. We're going to see what this kid can do, but he looks like the real deal, and executives all over the league are saying, yeah, yep. We might have been wrong when we said we just weren't sure how athletic this kid was and that we figured he was going to be good, but probably didn't have a ceiling that was very high. Probably as good as he's going to get, and it just doesn't look like that's the case. And even if it is the case, maybe he is as good as he's going to get right now, but it looks like an all-pro level. So, you know what? I'll take that over potential. How many other times have I talked about that on this show, man? Like, uh, you can keep potential. Diamonds in the rough or guys that you think have huge ceilings that end up panning out. Hey, it's great when it does, man. But give me the sure bet. Give me the guy that I know can play right now and is going to be steady and not going to be a swing and a miss at the top of the draft because he didn't reach his potential. I mean, Unless a guy's only played a couple of years of football, you know, like the, you know, comes from another country or something and just kind of got into it and he's only played four or five years. Okay, then I'll live on potential. But when you got kids born and raised in this country that have played football since they were little and they're in college and they're playing really well, I'm not dogging these guys. They're phenomenal athletes and great players. But, you know, by the time they're ready to get drafted, we're talking about potential still and he just hasn't reached that potential. I'm like, that's a lot of years of football to not reach that potential yet. Give me the guy that's reached that potential, but that's probably his ceiling. I'm fine with that, man. I'm telling you, I think Hutchinson is is really got a really good shot of being rookie of the year if he just goes out there and plays. And that reminds me, man, big shout out to the Divine Child family. We all we all know what Hutchinson played his high school football at Divine Child, and uh, he, you know his senior year in high school. All those guys on that team, his senior year, those are guys that that myself and good buddy of mine Bob Renner, we coached all those guys since they were like in fourth grade, man. All you know, and end up on their senior year, they had a really good year, made a run all the way to the semis, I believe. So. I had opportunity to to watch him play a little bit in high school, watch him play in the playoffs with a, a lot of the guys that we had coached since they were little kids, and that was a lot of fun, man. That was a whole lot of fun, and I'm just wishing him the best. But little shout-out to my old-school D.C. family there, football family there. It's a lot of fun watching this kid play for the Lions now. Just a little quick hit here, give a shout-out to my son, Nolan Wilson, man. Had a great weekend last weekend, heading out to see his first NCAA college game. As many of you probably know, he plays at Grambling State University, and they traveled to Arkansas State this last weekend for their opener. And uh, it was a lot of fun just following him on Twitter and on Instagram and watching him, you know, get in his 
customized Grambling suit to take the bus trip and game day and and all that. And uh, you know, he played, started special teams. He's a special team starter, and it was a lot of fun. Wife and I went down to Arkansas State, watched the game. Arkansas State's a good football team, man. That's an FBS school. They're really good football team. So. Um, you know, they won the game, but I'll give a shout out to Grambling a little bit. Young team, they're trying to figure it out. Hugh Jackson's got his, all young guys in there, turnaround on the program there. And I give a little credit to the defense early in the game. The offense wasn't giving them much at all. I don't think we got past the 30 yard line for quite a while. And a couple of turnovers there put them in some bad spots. And other than a couple of blown coverages, I think at the end of the first quarter, it was like 13 to nothing. And that was on a couple blown coverages after turnovers. And I thought the defense. They they played tough. I mean, they were a little outmatched, and like I said, younger, and you know. But I think that the defense held together pretty well as long as they could, and offensively, just got to get it going a little bit, man. But it was a it was a little bit of a wake up call to everybody, and and the season has started, and I'm looking forward to watching them play this weekend. They're playing Northwestern State this weekend. Uh, should be a little better matchup for them. So hey, let's go Tigers, man, Grand Fam. Now, now let's roll over to what I consider to be one of my favorite segments, and that's the knock it off segment, man. I got some things that just, come on, man, you need to knock it off. All right, knock it off. Knock it off. Uh, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Listen, I understand it's business as usual, and I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to get on you. This is what you got to do in the NFL. But please, with the whole quarterback competition and Mitchell Trubisky's the team captain and he's won the job and he's going to start, we all know what this is. You're not trying to throw a rookie to the wolves, even though Pickett is 24 years old and older than some guys have been in the league for a few years. He's a little more mature. We get that. But this is the way it works in the NFL, man. You're not, you don't just toss a kid out there right away to the wolves and let him just, you know, you, you spend a first-round draft pick on the kid. You don't want to destroy his confidence early. This is classic NFL business right here. It's not imminent that you're, you know, competing for a playoff spot right now. You're a team that's kind of on the bubble. You're going to be fine to roll with Trubisky. And then slowly as the season progresses and things start to go a little bit downhill and you need a little spark and you got to get this thing going, you'll find a game in the roster somewhere where you're playing a Houston Texans or a Jaguars or something, and you'll make the switch and it'll revitalize the team and also pick it playing against a, a lesser defense in his first game ever with no pressure on him and the team backing him leads him to probably have a pretty decent day gets that confidence going and puts his career on the right trajectory this is all in the day of analytics this is all taken into consideration and we all know what this show is we all know what this show is Trubisky is starting until they're ready to turn over the reins to Trubisky I'm sorry Trubisky is starting until they're ready to turn over the reins to pick it and you know and then that's how it's going to go down so we'll expect to see Kenny Pickett as the starter for the Steelers, and I expect him to have a pretty good season. But knock it off with all this. He's the captain and won the job. We know what time it is. All right, knock it off. Knock it off. Hey, let's talk a little Tom Brady. Everybody is up in arms and just crazy about the fact that this guy missed training camp. Uh, two weeks, whatever. This guy missed training camp. Oh, it's Giselle. Oh, he's not sure if he wants to play because the line is falling apart on him down there in Tampa Bay. Oh, this, that, the other thing. Just everybody calm down and knock it off. He's 45 years old, probably going to be his last season. You know, he went to training camp to try to set an example like he always does and then probably had some stuff going at home and also felt like, man, I don't need to be here, man. 
I just I don't need to be here. I'm finishing out my contract. I'm playing this one last year probably, and I don't need to be at training camp. And he ain't the first dude to do that. But he will be the first dude to start as a 45-year-old quarterback and probably be the favorite behind the Rams to win the NFC. So just everybody calm down with all the Brady stuff. And I'm also tired. I'm also tired of this report that came out with what was going on with the Dolphins tampering with Brady and tampering with Sean Payton, and they wanted to bring them both in as a piece of ownership and bring Payton in to coach the team. You saw the report from the NFL, okay? And now i got to listen to all the Brady haters come out and talk about how many black eyes this guy has on his career, and it's not fair to call him the GOAT. He's a cheater. He's a cheater. And we want to look at Spygate. Spygate, was that like his second year in the league, his first year? as a starter his second year in the league and like he had any say in that like him and Belichick put that together that was all Belichick that's all Belichick he's the quarterback of the team but ain't like Tom Brady was involved in that you know what I'm saying like relax on that as all Belichick Brady didn't have a say in anything at that point just let that one go and I'm tired of deflate gate the morons that bring up deflate gate yeah the balls are deflated but do your homework on the situation That game, that playoff game in the first half was a close game when he had his deflated balls. They didn't have anything going, and that game was tight at the half. Then they found the balls at the half and said, hey, these balls are all deflated. And then they decided, well, you got to reinflate these, and they reported it to the league. So they started the second half of that game with fully inflated footballs, and the Patriots came out and scored like 35 unanswered points in the second half or something. So, uh, again, it's the deflated footballs that make him that great. I mean, they swapped the footballs out on him, and then he kicked the shit out of the Colts. I believe it was the Colts in that game. So I just stop. Stop with all that. And then this thing. Oh, he's involved in tampering. He's involved in tampering. You tell me when a mega star of any league has been coming up on a contract expiring and has announced he's getting ready to leave the team he's been with forever and has said, I'm going to go play somewhere else. I'm done here. He's open on the market. They're going to have to move him somewhere. You tell me when that's ever happened and teams weren't tampering. I Just stop. That's exactly what they do. Everybody's talking to everybody at that point. You got a megastar on the market? Absolutely they're going to be talking to that guy. And why not try to give this guy a piece of ownership? Do you know what that would do down in Miami with the Dolphins? I mean, come on. Leave it alone. Tampering. Let me tell you what that whole thing was. Okay, stay with me now. That whole thing was specifically leaked by the NFL with a slip rat, a a wrist slap of draft pick taken away from the Dolphins and all that. And what else was released during that report? That report was released to find all that wrongdoing with Peyton and Brady, and they're going to be in trouble for what they did. And that was the forefront of that headline. And what was buried in that report that nobody talked about and we still don't talk about anymore and we don't care about because it was a juicy Brady Peyton story, uh, the Flores business. Yeah, you remember that guy, coach, and they fired him and they were trying to make him lose games and the owner was going to pay him to lose games and he sued the league. You know who I'm talking about, Brian Flores. Yeah, well, in that report, it was buried at the back of the report. that, And we find no wrongdoing in the Brian Flores case. Nothing to see here, guys. Nothing to see here. Oh, wait a minute. Look at that shiny object. They were tampering with Brady. This is all political spin bullshit. And that Flores stuff is bullshit. And they threw him at the back of the report and found there was nothing to say. I mean, come on, man. Knock it off. All right. Knock it off. Knock it off. And the last subject here I just want to address a little bit, man. Uh, let's talk a little Deshaun Watson. 
Let's talk a little Deshaun Watson because I think there's some underlying things here that unless you're you're a deep dive reader and get like all the way through articles and not just read the headlines that you kind of don't know about the situation that has kind of soured me on it, man. At first, when the reports were coming out of Houston of all these women and these accusations, uh, the massage stuff, you know, let's be clear what it was. I mean, he wasn't raping anybody or grabbing anybody or groping anybody. These were things where, like, during his massages, he was alluding to things that he'd like to happen, some sexual discussions, probably exposed himself to some of these ladies and hoping it would go further and things like that. Uh, I mean, I'm not downplaying that. That's gross and creepy, dude. It's gross and creepy. When the first report started coming out, it was right after the fact when he told Houston this organization is racist and all these claims and accusations he made against the organization demanded to be traded and moved after signing that mega contract and all that was going down. And at the same time, well, not the same time, right after all that, that's when these accusations started flooding out. And then it started to stink a little bit because it was one lawyer now was representing six, seven, eight, nine, got up to 20 women. It looked like he was just collecting women to jump onto this this lawsuit. And I said, it looked like I'm talking about public perception and I'm talking about all we knew at the time. Looked like all these women were being added to this lawsuit as kind of pile on. And you come to find out that this lawyer lives in the same damn gated community as the owner of the team. Like these guys are probably buddies and Watson tried to bury the team. And now the ownership's telling him, no, we're, we know how this works in the NFL. I'm the big dog here. I'm the owner. I bury you. And it did appear like they were trying to bury him for what he did. Um, you know, but then when it starts creeping up around 25, 26, 27 women, this gets to be a pattern of where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And, and, and at first I was kind of like, hey, there's no charges here. And I'm not a there's no charges guy, you know what I mean? But in this case, I was just kind of like, it just seems really excessive for all this to never come out. This isn't one or two women or an incident of somebody hit someone, he said, she said. It was like 25, 26 women all of a sudden all at once out of nowhere. And that raises some red flags to people. But the more we started looking into it, we see, yeah. The dude was creepy and doing some creepy stuff, you know, no, no charges filed against him. And then, you know, they had the uh, grand jury investigation and they found that there wasn't any evidence or enough evidence to move forward on anything. And yeah, the stuff this guy was doing made him creepy. Does that mean he should have been banned from the league from a legal standpoint? No, it doesn't from a legal standpoint. So teams are going out and trying to sign him. Again, not something I condone. I think kind of like gross, man. Maybe you just back off the guy. But in any way, and you know, they were there was a bidding war for him. And that's just business as usual, man. That's how it's going to be. And I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying it's okay. But you know how I do on this show. I don't like to speak from the point of how things should be. I like to speak from the, the aspect of this is how it is. Let's discuss that. Let's not discuss what it should be. Let's discuss what it is and then figure out what can be done. So the league's got to do more about this. And I think, personally, my opinion is they set this whole thing up, too. They knew it was going to be a four- to six-game suspension because based on track record, again, when you get into this legally with an arbitrator, they have to look at past precedents for situations like this and, and take into consideration that there's no charges, there's no crime committed, but it is a violation of conduct on becoming a member of the league and protecting the shield. And So we knew that was going to land at four to six. So the NFL knew that was going to land at four to six. So they let that dog and pony show go on so that 
then they could look like the big guys and say, we're coming in over the top. We don't agree with this. We want more and we're demanding more. They could have just did more off the bat. I mean, as far as I'm aware, the, the agreement with the Players Association gives Roger Goodell final say. I mean, he could have came right in off the bat and been like, no, you're done for the year, bro, and that's what it is. He could have done that. But he didn't. They let this dog and pony show go to four to six. So now the league looks like the good guys to step in and say, we're making an 11 and we're setting an example. That's all well and good. That's fine. They gave him 11 games. All of it, you know, man, it's a little gross, all of it, man. But the the most, the part that's bugging me the most here that I think most people aren't aware of is the contract. Okay, when the teams were bidding on Watson, the money was right around $200 million. Everybody was in at around $200 million. And if you remember, the Browns were out at that point. He was not going to go play for the Browns. I'm not playing for you. I can get the same money playing somewhere else. I'm not going to Cleveland. Then all of a sudden, overnight, this $230-something million deal pops up, and we find out Watson's going to Cleveland. And let me break that down for you, how the money works on that, okay? We all know that it, they did an estimate on how much it was going to cost to pay these women to drop these uh, personal civil suits against him, and it was going to be around $30 million. So in gross fashion, the Browns decide, for us to get this guy, let's just offer to pay the women off for him. I mean, that's what you did. That's what they did. They gave him $30 extra million than anybody else was going to give him so that that would cover the cost of the women and wouldn't come out of his pocket at all. And that is where it gets a little bit like, what are we doing here, man? I mean, I get it in sports. There's always going to be the idiots that teams are going to sign because they can play ball. That's the way the world works, man. But now we're getting to the point where we're going to pay off their lawsuits for their creepy sexual predator behavior as well because they can play? And then here's where it gets really bad. This is the most gross part to me. Then they go as far as to say, and... Of this 230-something million dollars that's guaranteed, here's what we want to do, Deshaun, to help you out. We're going to make it structured so that the first year of your contract, this first year in Cleveland, you're only going to get paid $1 million. His salary for this year is $1 million. Why is that? Because when you get suspended by the league, you don't get paid, according to your contract, how many games you had to play. So to put it in layman's terms, if he made $20 million, they would divide that by 17 games. And then if he missed 11 games, he would lose 11 days worth of pay off of that 17 days that's been divided by the $20 million. You follow me? That's a lot of money you're going to lose when you get suspended for 11, for 11 games. And let's be honest, before the season, they thought it was going to be the whole season he'd be suspended. So he would lose his whole salary for the year this year if he got suspended the whole year. So the Browns furthermore help him by, hey, we'll pay the ladies off and we'll structure this thing so you only get paid $1 million this year. So, you know, when you miss 11 games, that ain't shit. You're going to lose a couple hundred thousand dollars, no big deal. And that is where it gets really gross to me. Now we're triple bending over backwards for a guy who, I mean, he can claim his innocence all he wants here, but there are still some women that held out and didn't take this money. And I assume that those are the legitimate, real cases where these women feel like, no, you're not paying me for what happened. That says a lot to me. When you're offered a million bucks and you go, no. Because I don't know that there's more money in it for these women at this point. There's no charges filed. The grand jury said they don't have enough to go on. This is clearly just a civil suit. And based on those facts, I don't know what they think they can get out of them. So to me, if there's still holdouts at this point, 
these women feel offended and they feel like something was done that was egregious against them and it was definitely sexual behavior and we're rewarding it by paying off the other women and making sure that he doesn't lose money on being suspended nah come on man the nfl's got to start having some rules about this i understand these guys are going to make their way back to the league and they're going to play and people are going to pay them because they can play football that's the devil doing business but they need to set some parameters of you will not be getting paid extra to pay off lawsuits for this activity, and you will not give somebody a deal worth $230 million where the year they're going to be suspended, they make a pittance of what the rest of that contract is worth. That they got to make some rules about that right now because it's, it's gross, man. Knock it off. All right, knock it off. Knock it off. All right, guys, and now right before we get to Andy St. Clair talking gambling, talking bets in this opening weekend, let me give you my my uh, divisional predictions for this season, and I'm going to try to do the whole thing rapid speed in under one minute. Let's start in the NFC East. I'm going to take the Washington Com- Commanders to win it. That's right, I'm going to take the Commanders to win the division at 10-7, and seven, tied with the Cowboys at 10-7, and seven, but I'm going to give Washington the tiebreaker, and they're going to win this division. Everybody's saying Eagles. Eagles can't run the ball, so they don't have to pack the box against them. They're not worried about Hurts. We'll put a spy on Hurts and make him throw the the ball and yes a spy will work in the NFL maybe not in college against a guy like Hurst but a spy will work in the NFL if it works against Lamar Jackson it'll work against Hurst and I just don't see the Eagles being as good as everybody hyped them up to be gimme Washington to win that division NFC North man you know I love the Lions and they're looking good I think they could get to eight or nine wins this year but come on man we all know Kings of the North this the Green Bay Packers it's Aaron Rodgers you can tell me he ain't got anybody to throw to I heard that about Brady for years I've heard it about Rodgers before Packers are going to take this and they're going to take the number one seed in the division because they get to play the Vikings, the Bears, and the Lions all twice each. 14-3, Packers take the division, but in the long shot, I take the Lions to finish second, better than the Vikings and the Bears. Let's move on to the NFC South. All day here, Tom Brady. I got Tampa Bay at 11-6, running away with the division. Everybody's got their dark horse being New Orleans. A lot of people got New Orleans going to the Super Bowl. I don't know why. I don't know how. I just don't see it. A lot of changeover on the coaching staff there. Jameis Winston coming back from an injury, and Jameis Winston is who he was before he got hurt I just don't see it ton of good weapons down there but I just am not in on New Orleans maybe they make the playoffs at nine and eight let's go to the NFC West we got the Niners we got the Rams everybody loves the Cardinals I don't know why I'm out on Kyler Murray sorry this league ain't for a dude that size he's got a couple years left and he's done Seahawks they're going to be the worst team in the league probably but give me the Rams here Give me the Rams at 11-6 and six to be the number two seed, win this division. Niners are a close second and a tough match in the playoffs, I'll tell you that right now. Let's move over to the AFC. All right, in the AFC East, it's Bills running away with it, right? We're all on the same page there. I got the Bills at 14-3 and three being the number one seed in the AFC. And I'm telling you right now, the Dolphins and the Patriots will battle it out for second place here. Everybody's down on the Patriots and huge up on Miami. And if I could play the clip from a couple of years ago for the draft, if I could find it, I'd play it when I told you I am out on Tua. No thank you. I don't see Miami being as dominant as everybody thinks they're going to be just because they got Hill. Like, that's the key to unlock Tua. I don't see it. Give me the Bills to win the East. Let's move on to the AFC North. In the AFC North, this division, they are going to they are going to eat themselves. This is the most competitive division in the league. And I said competitive, not the best. Every one of these teams is an even matchup. They're going to beat each other up all year playing black and blue football. That's how they do it in this division. But give me the Bengals to squeeze out at 10-7 and seven and every other team at 9-8. and eight. One of these other teams is going to get in the playoffs probably. Bengals win the division at 10-7 and seven and do not bet against the Steelers. Mike Tomlin's not had a losing season since forever. All right, let's move on to the AFC West. AFC West, 
tough division as well. We got the Kansas City Chiefs. You got the San Diego Chargers that are not in San Diego anymore. They're in Los Angeles. My bad. Let's keep rolling. We got the Raiders who are also not in Los Angeles anymore and also not in Oakland anymore. They are in Las Vegas. Everybody's moving around, but everybody can play football. The Broncos have acquired Russell Wilson. Let me tell you what I'm out on here. I'm out on everybody jumping on Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos here, okay? I'm not completely out. They're definitely going to be better, but don't tell me just putting Russell Wilson in there is going to make them better than the Raiders who made the playoffs last year, better than the Chargers who should have made the playoffs last year, and everybody expects will be even better this year as they've added to their defense. Herbert's a year older. Eckler's the best red zone player in the league. And, oh, by the way, uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, I love the hype for the league, and the NFL loves it too, but the Denver Broncos will not even make the playoffs, and I probably think they're going to have a losing record this year. I got them at 8-9. and nine. Anyway, I got the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes winning this division at 12-5. and five. Let's move on to the AFC South. AFC South, business as usual here, man. The Titans are going to run the ball. The Titans are going to play defense, and that shit travels when you're playing football. But give me the Colts here to win the division. Now, I know I picked them to win the division last year, and they fell flat on their face, but this year is going to be the Colts' year. They can run the football and Matt Ryan should improve this offense imminently. I'm going to go with the Colts at 11-6 to edge out the Titans at 10-7. Jags at 5-12, Texans at 2-12, probably worst team in the league and get the number one draft pick. Give me the Colts here to win it, but give me the Titans to make the playoffs. And that is all eight divisions in under a minute and a half, I think. I'm going to grab a breath there. Now, I'm not giving you my playoff teams and I'm not giving you my Super Bowl winner because we're going to get to that with Andy St. Clair. All right, back on the show, uh, our resident Vegas odds maker expert, Andy St. Clair. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how are you, man? It's it's the best time of the year where we're getting going, and uh, it's the NFL college. We've already got one under our belt, our, our preseason college bets, so we're, we're ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 right? Who did you play uh, this weekend opening on the college? Yeah. You know, you know, I like the points, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I fell into the trap and you did warn me for the record. I, I fell into the trap and I took, uh, I took Oregon. Yeah, man. I just didn't like that. Oregon on the road <laughs> at Georgia. Nah, I just don't play pack 12 on the road, man. I had that. And I, I had Notre Dame, which was good. Um, you know, I also had one, uh, one teaser that worked a Thursday, Friday night teaser. I had, I had like Purdue, Illinois and uh oh Pitt. I took Pitt down to one. Okay. So I got lucky. Right. Yeah, Pitt I, ended I, took up a few I had I had the over, by the way. I had the over in that Notre Dame uh, Ohio State game. And that was not even close. No, that was not even close, man. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. I stayed away from that one too. I just was like, Ohio State is notoriously slow out the gates and Notre Dame, new coach on the road. I just didn't think that over. Everybody was on that over. And I just was like, I don't see it, man. Just didn't yeah. see it. I just stayed away from the game altogether. Yeah. That was, that was for the best. I, you know, I, college, college football gambling is to me the, is you, you, it's, it's a little, uh, you, you don't need, I, it's a, not a dog sport really. A lot of times the favorites kind of pound. Yeah. They do. Know? They will. So I, I sometimes take a little more of a beating there in college football. So I, I, I stay away a little more from that sport if I can. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I sent you that picture. I hit my first one at a weekend, uh, central Michigan ended up pulling it out against Oklahoma state. And then I ended up hitting that four teamer, but then my other one, my five teamer where I took Georgia to cover, uh, I took a bunch of other teams. Anyway, I hit all of them, Michigan to cover everybody to cover those big spreads. And then the team that screwed me, uh, NC state. 
what are they ranked like 12th and they played Eastern Carolina? I took them to cover. No, no dice. They almost lost the damn game. But yeah, NC State was, uh, well, they're like a 11, 12 point favorite, right? Uh, it was like 16, I think. Uh, yeah. No, I think you're right. I think it went off around 11 or 12. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it had it at about 12 and a half. And I was like, they're going to cover that, man. Nope. Not even close. Yeah. They damn near you lost know, the game. They yeah, they, they actually should have lost. Just straight up lost. You know, yeah. you know, a lot of those, you know, in NFL betting, you know, compared to, you know, college betting, I guess I'm, I'm trying to say is that you don't get as good as many money line uh, dogs, you know, because the, sometimes the spreads are so high. Yeah. You know, they right. won't even they won't put the money line out there. Right. Uh, so like, so like ECU would have been a good money line, but I don't, I don't know. I couldn't get it. Of course. No, no. Sometimes, sometimes it's tough too. Cause the spreads are so damn big that like not on that game, but on the other games, the spreads are so damn big that the money line's pointless. You could take 10 damn teams and you're going to win 30 bucks. It's like, nah, this ain't, you know what I mean? Yeah. The teasers yeah, are this week's right. interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I generally don't tease a lot of college football, even though I did do it in week one. But it, it's just because, like, if a college football team's going to cover, they're going to cover. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, like, Clemson, uh, Georgia Tech last night was kind of ugly for Clemson. And then I believe they probably covered. Or they yeah. got close to it. They won 41-10. Yeah, know? I think they did end up covering. I think it was, like, I think it was 30 or 28 or 31. It went off around 31, maybe something like that. Um I don't know. Sometimes, like, I know you don't like crossing the line, but sometimes in college football with the teasers, I'll cross the line because sometimes it'll give you that field goal in a game that's a pick them in college. It doesn't yeah. seem to do that in the NFL ever. Right, right. You know, yeah, college is like, you know, like I saw where Bama, Texas is this week, and it opened up at uh, Bama minus 17. And yeah. I just I just looked before we started. Now it's Bama minus 20, and that right. thing is on the right. It is on the right. So you missed the best number already. We've already right. missed the best number. No, you sure did. I, I ended up putting them in one of my uh, teasers this weekend um, just because I got in at 17 and then minus the six and it was 11. I'm like, yeah, I'll give Texas 11 against Bama, you know? For sure. For sure. That's Those are, you know, those, I guess in college football, I'd be more willing to bet down some of those bigger dogs. Yeah, yeah, when they land in the middle like that, like if it would have if it would have opened at like twenty four, I'd be like, nah, just not. That game might be right. within twenty one. You know, right. I just don't think so. What What are some of the ones you like this weekend, NCAA? Let's look. You know, I haven't I haven't done much uh, prep. I was just kind of looking at prepping the college football betting. I was just uh, sneaking over. I do have this betting site up, so it's going to take me one quick sec because I'm like yeah, I'm yeah. going to be ready. You know, I, I'm like uh, let's see Friday. Boy, you know, an interesting game right off the bat is that Friday game, which is Louisville at Central Florida. Yeah, Louisville's a pretty big dog, man. They're six and a half, right? And yeah. I thought they beat Syracuse, and they ended up taking the L. Um, another, So, you know, if you want to tease a game, boy, I might tease UCF down to basically pick them there. Yeah, that could be uh, a pretty decent pick them. Uh, I also – here, here's a here's another pot. Now we're talking about teasers. Gosh, this is teasing, by the way. We should say, Mikey, you know this. I know this. Teasing is kind of like the worst way to bet, right? Because if you yeah. believe an underdog's going to win, like if you're taking a team at plus three or plus four, you should just take the money. You know, just take, just, right? If you like, like, you know, I'm going to want to tease the Vikings at home against the Packers. They're like a plus two, plus two and a half, or what, one and a half, whatever they are, right? Right? What they should be doing. The, the way the real gamblers do it, make money, is they just take the money line. Yeah, right, right. They just take the Vikings money line, and they're going to win, right? And so teasing is a great – but the problem with teasing is it's so much fun. 
It's just it is fun. It is, especially in the college game, like you said, because the spreads are so much bigger. Every week in the NFL, it's rare you see anything more than seven points. You know what I mean? And seven is kind of rare. It's always three and a half, two and a half, four. You know what I mean? It's always that kind of shit. But like in the college game, the spreads are so like, for instance, this weekend, um, USC and Stanford is nine. I'm like, that. Right. that's a that's a good tease there, man. Take that down to three and take the Trojans. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's just a little easier to work in the college game sometimes, you know? For sure. Uh, well, Baylor, also, you're like, they're better, right? USC is just better. Yeah, they're just better at the skills, positions. Uh, you know, they are. Stanford's only hope right. is going to be Stanford's only hope. They're going to try to hold the ball, keep those athletes off the field. And I just don't think they do it to the tune of, you know, hold them within three points. I just don't think they do. You know, another one I like this weekend to tease up is uh, Baylor BYU. I mean, if you tease that thing six, you get Baylor nine and a half. I'll take Baylor nine and a half against BYU. Well, I got to tell you, I kind of like BYU. I think that BYU team is very good. I would. Yeah. I, I, I'm saying, yeah, sure. Who's Who's the dog in that one? Baylor. Yeah, Baylor's the dog. Yeah. Yeah, I would tease it that way for sure. Yeah, for you sure. take them at nine and a half. Cool. I mean, I think it'll be pretty close. Kind of like I like Pitt at home. It's a it's like a seven point home dog versus Tennessee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tennessee kind of scares me this year though, man, because everybody thinks they're gonna have this huge turnaround this year and be so good. And I'm like, I just don't know. Yeah. There's also, you know, there's also I think Iowa State at Iowa, which That's I think Iowa State's like a yeah. three and a half point. Yeah, Iowa State's like three and a half points. And and Iowa scored last week off two safeties and a field goal. Right. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you rack that thing up to nine points. You might be sitting good there too. You know what I mean? Hard, hard not to, hard not to like kind of get involved there. Yeah. What do you think about teasing down, teasing Texas A and M down to eleven against App State? I think they cover that. Well, I think the scary part is what we saw with App State this last week, right? They can just score in a hurry. Yeah, but I just think A and M's a different dog, man. You know what I mean? They got ton of recruits, their skill positions. They're just, I don't know if they're going to score on them like that. I feel like we're kind of a year away from a and I think they're a year away. Yeah, you're probably right. I think they're very talented, but I, I think I'm like one more year, one more year. Yeah. And here's one, here's a home dog. I like in college for this week, Kentucky at plus four and a half at home versus Florida. All the money's going in on Florida and that quarterback who did look awesome. They beat yeah. Utah. Yep. But yep. But it's it, but you yeah Kentucky's got that good quarterback what Levis is his name or something like that yeah yeah I think you're right and, and they look good down the stretch man and just did not give up in the end of the game they pulled it out man and both of yeah. us were on Utah on that one I mean yeah. we we're both on Utah on that one and there you have it you know I mean it's not great for the Pac-12 I can tell no. You that. no 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 the, the Pac-12 is I mean just gonna be bad this year just gonna be bad usc is gonna be hyped but again i think they're also a year away you know yeah. it's gonna take lane a little while to get that rolling they're gonna be good but no i mean i heard some dude on the radio the other day was talking about ucla in the playoff they're gonna run the table in the in the pac-12 they don't have a very tough schedule and they're gonna get in the playoff and i was like i, I wish i could find this guy's number i'd put a thousand dollars against right. that i like i did like that you called lincoln riley late for the lane train. Oh, did I? Yeah. Which is great because it kind of, it is kind of like, he's kind of like a better version of lane. Of oh Kevin. man. Lincoln Riley's a way better version, but basically they're kind yeah. of the same. Guy. 
they Freudian kinda, slip there, I guess. Yeah, no, they're kind of <laughs> they're kind of the same dude, though. Ultimately, you know. Yeah, I'm looking at this uh, list of games here, and I was looking at this Mississippi game. That's probably why it happened. But I do like the Mississippi State game even better. I mean, you you tease that thing down, and, and you're only Mississippi State. You're giving up four and a half to Arizona. I yeah. gotta like that. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. I like that one. You know, and, and here's one more home dog. I, you know, I'm always in these college games. I'm always kind of hunting for the home dog. Yeah. You know, the road favorites make me a little more nervous, unless the team's really good. Right, uh, right. But just one to keep your eye on. No, this team's good that's on the road. It's Arkansas at South Carolina. Yeah, I think well, that's a good one too, man. That's, uh, they got Arkansas at like eight and a half right now. Now, that's, a, a, to me, kind of a nice little tease because then you get above the 14, you know? Yeah. You, you get at the 14 and a half when – you know, that just feels a little safer. Oh, for sure. Kentucky wins 31-17. You, you, you get it by half a point. Half point cover, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point, taking above 14 like that, man. I that's I do like that one, too. I think Arkansas is a bit underrated. I think Arkansas should be more so the SEC team on the radar this year for a big breakout over Tennessee. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I for think, sure. I think, well, that, you know, that, I think that's a lot of it, too. And, and what we're kind of always talking about is I listened to somebody said once it's it's a key number, right? So key numbers in, in, in spreads are like three and a half, you know, seven and a half, you know, and over under is like 51 is a key number, right? Cause some games, you know, like 28, 24, you got the, over, you know, if you're taking the over, so, right. you know, like 42, I think is a key number a lot. So you're going to, you, you're going to need, so you'll see a lot of times, and especially in the NFL, these over unders, do you, when you're looking at, you look at those over unders, you're always like, it's like 43, 42, 44, 41 and a half, you know? Right. It's so like those numbers are kind of key. Do you see, I see that's why we have you on the show because people are listening to that stuff. They don't know anything about key numbers. That's exactly why you're here, buddy. Those are I, great you know, like points. 24, 17, right? Let's say Packers, Vikings, 24, 17. That's 41, right? That's 41. I do not know where they have the over under that game, but you know, that they would maybe have that number at 41 and a half, 42, like a key number. So, exactly yeah, yeah that's a great point man you guys take that to the bank that's a great point put it in your notebooks because that's i never even thought about that like from the over under standpoint from the spread point and i'm like yeah right you know what i mean but now that you're talking about it from the other end uh the over under man i'm like yeah that's a great point that's right look at point. look at some of these over unders just in the nfl i just pulled it up bills rams 52 that's exactly what we're talking about that's the over under for that game on thursday yep key number the Saints Falcons, 42 and a half. Browns Panthers, 41 and a half. Bears 49ers, 41. You know, you're, you're getting some of those key numbers right off the bat. Yep. Yep. And the sad part is, is that's not going to change anybody's mind, even though we just talked about it. They're going to go, nah, I think it's going to be over anyway. Yeah. Well, most people like to bet the over, right? It's more fun to bet the over. Oh, right. 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 You know, the, betting for no points is not fun. Right. It, it, for sure. Sometimes though, cause it depends to me, it depends on who you're betting. Like it, I, I'll watch a lot more big 10 stuff. So I'll be looking at a lot of unders because they, you know, they think like, Oh, this is going to be points, points, points. And I'd be like, no way, man, these teams are going to play defense. It's going to be cold out. No, I'm taking the under man, yeah. you know? So sure. it kind of depends, but you're right. For the most point you try and take the over. Well, the public, the public's are always playing. I mean, I, I can't help it. I'm always like, let's play the over. I played the over on that. What I was saying earlier on Ohio state, Notre Dame. I'm like, What's that final score of that game? 35-28? You know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. in the fourth quarter, man, with eight minutes left, too. That game was 10-7 going into the fourth quarter. I was like, right. oh, that over-under is toast. And then well, it's also, you know, it's also on those over-unders, it's fun to bet the over, especially when you don't choose a side. 
Cause then you're just rooting for, you're like, let's go offense. You know? Yeah. Right. Which, uh, which, you know, I'm, I'm kind of on the other side of that stuff. Like I did a whole episode about like, I'm sick of all these pro leagues, just pushing for points. All the rules are just for scoring, 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 scoring. Yeah. And you see what it did to baseball. It's had an effect right. on baseball. That is atrocious. Right. All the money goes to home run hitters hit 198, hit 24 home runs and walk a bunch of times. If you can strike out a million times right. and that's where all the money's at. And then now look what's happened to the game. It's so boring. Right. People don't want to watch every game is strikeout, 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 home run, strikeout, right. strikeout, strikeout. It's boring as shit. Or we just wait till like October, like baseball. Like I know for me personally, I'm getting into baseball now, you know, as I want to see what teams are going to be good and just watch it that especially when your team is terrible and my team is terrible and so my team's worse than yours so <laughs> I, it's shocking well it's not season's not over yet we still have a shot we still have yeah. a shot yeah it's gonna be a i think they're played this weekend right no not they're they're, they're playing the guardians yesterday the royals did because you know i've been doing that thing this year where i'm betting baseball every single day for the whole season i did this little experiment and i'm bet I've been doing baseball parlays every single day since opening day. And at this point, I'm still alive. Yeah. I'm not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still alive. And it's just, I'm just hanging on by every once in a while, you hit that little $5 parlay that brings in 60 bucks. And yeah. then that keeps you alive for the next day. I know. You know. I remember when you told me you were doing that, I was like, this is insane. Like there's, there, there's, I, I've never been successful. I, I just don't do it. It's one I stay away from. It's streaky. I'll tell you this right now. It is streaky. And you know, I got hot as hell right before the all-star break. I mean, I hit a couple of like every once in a while, if the matchups are right, like if you got a weekend where like the Mets are playing the nationals and you know, this Houston's playing somebody terrible and, and Verlander's going and Cole's going for the Yankees against the Marlins or some shit. And Alcantara's not pitching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So every once in a while, there'd be a weekend that'll line up like that. And I'll be like, okay, I'm going to try like a, a seven teamer. You know what I mean? Just I'll do my regular little four teamers to stay yeah. alive, but I'll do a seven teamer. Like before the all-star break, I think I hit like two or three of them for like 250, 280, 350. Right. And then the all-star game, I hit that home run derby for like $150. Right. Well, my wife picked the winner, but you know what I mean? Like it's a family win. Yeah. I chalked up a bunch of dough after the all-star game to the point where like I was pulling some money out. Yeah. And oh, then in really? the second, wow. Oh yeah. That's a oh, yeah. nice feeling. You don't get I pulled that. A, I pulled a little nugget out and, and, you know, just to kept put left a little bit in there to keep going. And now I'm like, man, I'm on life support. Yeah. I'm on life support right now, man. I'm down to like 80 bucks, I think. And I was like well over a thousand at some point during the season. Right. So. Right. Well, you're going to get through September. You know, if you just do five a day, you know, $5 a day, you'll yeah. get, you'll I just got to hit one or two and then I'm yeah. going to come out on top, man. You know, right? you probably have what, 20 days left. So it's going to be close. Yeah. It's going to be close. If you lose them all, it's going to be close. Yeah. And there was a couple in there that I'm sure you remember me texting you on. Like I lost a $550 one, one night on the Yankees Holmes coming out of the bullpen. They were up three, nothing on the reds best closer in the league. His strike rate to balls is the best. His bat on ball rate is no, no one even touches the ball when he's pitching. And he came in and walked a guy, hit a guy threw a ball to the backstop. Next guy hit a dribbler. Somebody made an error. Then he hit another guy to put a run in. And I'm like, this, this is a fix. This, right. this is this is fixed. And the Reds right. won the game four to three. I was right. like, come on, man. Like they knew. They knew you were about to win. So they wanted to make sure you did it. And he did it again against the Royals like a couple of weeks later. This guy don't blow saves. 
He came in and the Royals were down two in the ninth. He came in same shit. And this guy's the best ball to strike rate in the league. And then he came in again and walked a guy, walked a guy, hit a guy, walked a guy, walked a run in, couldn't find the strike zone. I'm like, he's got a family member somewhere because both of those games going into the ninth were like 17,000 to one. The other team wins. He's got a cousin somewhere in the deep South that he texts and is like, put it down. Here we go. Well, and, yeah, losing to the Royals like that, that's just – and the Reds. It's just, and the Reds. You can't do it. And those yeah. are his two blown saves by multiple runs against the two worst. We, uh, come on, man. No, that's a fix. Yeah, no, nah, it's the, bad. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. But anyway, off the baseball because we're back on the football. But I'm still alive in that damn thing. All right. But – Let's uh let's, let's talk a little NFL, man. I know we okay. love to get into our NFL picks and right. rock the over-unders and stuff like that. Look, I can I I want to say first thing, just out of the gate, you know, when when if you want to get value, I believe, on these sort of you know, on futures in the NFL, same yeah. with you know, same with basketball, but I'll just and baseball, uh, especially because baseball's coming up and we're talking about, but you know, the best way to do it is you have to bet the futures in February when they come out. When they yeah. first come out, that's that's the only way to make the, the real value, right? Because then over the course of the next three or four months, you know, people switch teams and Trey Lance gets a lot of buzz and he goes from like 60 to one NFL MVP or 80 to 100 to one, whatever he is, to like right. 25 right. to one. And he doesn't right. really become a value. So, right. That, that would be my first advice. You got to bet. You got to bet it at the Super when it comes and I will tell you from experience, you're 100% right. Because as soon as the Rams acquired Matt Stafford last year in March, I immediately put a hundred dollars down on the Rams win a Super Bowl at fourteen hundred to one, one fourteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. do it, right? You just take your chance then, and you you know, and then you you kind of figure it out. You can always hedge, right, on the, some of these futures. You can definitely hedge for sure. What now, you for do? you guys that don't know what that means, it means if you look like you're gonna lose your bet for sure, then you just bet the other way and you break even. That's hedging a bet. Yeah, yeah, basically. It, you know, here the the hard part is is you have to be able to have the. Uh, uh what's the right word i was gonna say you can't let your ego get in the way of a hedge because i my ego gets in the way of i sometimes there's a very obvious hedge and i'm like nope i chose the ravens <laughs> i am sticking with the ravens and then it all implodes oh yeah oh yeah you you know what um gets me sometimes with that is in baseball like when i'm look i'll look at my bet sheet and then uh like when they're supposed to give you a buyout so right. the crappy site I have to use because I'm in California, which pisses me off. Crazy. Um, I have to use this overseas one. It's ridiculous. Hope we win this election and we get the bet. But I'll be like five teams out of six I'll have hit. And then it'll be like, okay, you got one team left and my team is up by two runs in the seventh inning. And right. I'd be like, yeah, you should be trying to buy me out right now. This thing pays 260. You should be offering me like 200 bucks or something on my five bucks right now. And right. I'll open it up and they'd be like, oh, cash out now for 45. And then my ego would just be like, fuck you. Or they'd right. be like, cash out right now for 88. And I'd be like, no, no, you're going to oh. pay me the whole thing. And then yeah. they don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it does. That's, they, egos, it gets right in the way. It definitely gets right in the way of gambling. Yeah, it, it, um, absolutely. I've done it like several times. I'm like, I know I should just take this buyout right now because they're going to get one stupid run in the ninth. I know right. they are. And they do every time, man. Right. So you want do you want to start off with like division odds? Uh, yeah, like division winner odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's. You got it pulled up. Let's start. I do. I have one. I, we'll start in the AFC East. Okay. In this one, in this gamble, you know, it always different books have different answers, but in this book, it says it has uh, it's when the AFC East, the Bills at minus two fifty, 
the Pats at plus 450, the Dolphins at plus 450, and the Jets at plus 2,500. That's a tough one, man. I mean. Probably just going to take the Bills. Probably not going to bet it. I wouldn't bet it. Absolutely not going to bet that. And if I gun to my head, I'm just going to put the 250 up and take the bills because yeah. I think it's a foregone conclusion. There. I mean, yeah. If you want to, you forced to take a long shot at that one. I mean, I, whoever wins the uh, Dolphins Pats game, I guess you just have to make sure you're right, you know, like a plus 450. Yeah. As, yeah. Yeah. Not a yeah. lot of great odds in that one. No, not at all. I mean, especially like I went through every single schedule and and lined up every team with what I think their record's going to be in the whole league this year. And like I had the Bills finishing fourteen and three. They're winning that division. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know I mean, I'm with you on, on the Bills. I, I, think, I think I would choose the Dolphins at plus four fifty if I was really wanting to gamble. If I had to take a dog, I guess. But I'm really not even sold on them. You yeah. know what I mean? Everybody thinks this is going to be the year for the Dolphins. What? Because they got Hill. I'm like, I just don't think so, man. <laughs> Just yeah. don't see it. Well, I, I mean, think it's more of a sell on the uh, the Pats and the Jets. Kind of, I'm kind of out on the Pats this year. Yeah, I think they're going to be mediocre. I think they're going to have a losing record. I got them at eight and nine. They'll win a couple of belly games, you know, where he'll just out scheme the other guy. And and I got them at eight and nine. And but I got the Dolphins at nine and eight. So pick them either way, you know. I th- I think that's pretty much what I, I would do. I think about the same. I, I, whoever like, let's see who wins week one. Maybe you, you if the Pats win week one, you could flip that to the Pats nine and eight. The Dolphins eight and nine. Absolutely. Absolutely. No difference. I have here in the AFC North, which is a very interesting division, by the way. It is. The Ravens at plus 140, the Bengals at plus 170, the Browns at plus 375, and the Steelers at plus 850. What are the Browns again? The Browns are at plus 375. Steelers are plus 850? Yeah. Man, gun to my head, just Tomlinson and that damn team, and now I think they actually have a quarterback this year. I would take the Steelers bet if I had to take a bet a dog trying to get paid well I mean ironically they're all kind of dogs right they're all plus money which is what you right you only ever want uh I I, I think I would probably land with the plus 140 Ravens or the plus 170 Bengals I mean if I had to choose I think I'd take I'll just take the Ravens the plus 140 yeah uh, I mean I, for me, like, again, going through all these teams, like I had this as probably the most competitive division. That's not to say it's the best division. Everybody will try to crown you for that. That's not the toughest division. I didn't say it was the toughest. Right. That's the most competitive division. And I got the Bengals winning the division at 10 and 7, and I got Ravens, Brown, Steelers all at 9 and 8. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I, I my, my issue with the Steelers is that Trubisky is the quarterback. The other side is Tomlin has never had a losing record. So, Never it's really hard to bet against Mike Tom. Yeah. And when the, when like just looking at my own paper and saying like, I had this division being decided by one game right? and everybody else that close in record, then I'll, I guess I'll put the money on the Steelers then. You know yeah. what I mean? Here's uh you, here's the AFC South. You ready? We got the yeah. Colts at minus one thirty five, the Titans at plus one sixty five, the Jags at plus seven fifty, and the Texans at plus twenty eight hundred. I mean, you're just not touching those bottom two, right? But I, I got to tell you, for plus 2,800 to win a division, I mean, you bet $10 on the Texans to win the division. You win 280 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I mean for 10 it, bucks. That is, that is an insane – look, I don't think they're going to win. But I, but I think if if you're truly going to gamble in the future, that there's not going to get a lot better than that one, plus 2,800. No, and especially if you're going to put 10 bucks on, that would be insane. But I think that's just as insane as, as like Peters, uh, Peterson coming down there and turning that team around immediately. Well, that's <laughs> well, the Jags, right? I, I, I would throw a little money on the Jags, right? I would throw money on the Jags to, to do it. 
And, I think they're going to have some games. They're yeah, going to upset some people this year. Second year quarterback, right? Etienne, we've never seen. Second year running back who was hurt last year. Yeah, those dudes yep, have. Yep. A, they've been drafting very high. Have a lot of dudes on defense. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The wide receiver that they um. Kirk, Christian Kirk. Now the other one that used to be a lion. I mixed him up Kirk? with uh, Marvin. Yeah, Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones Jr. Right. Um, well, I got to tell you, I, in this division, look, I, I'm, I'm not going to take the Colts at minus 135, even though they're the favorite. I, I would take any of those dogs, but I'm just going to lay it on the Jags and the Texans. I, those odds, plus 750 for the Jags, plus 2,800. Like, just let's go. Yeah. Let's yeah. I, I'm not saying lay a lot, by the way. I'm saying like, ten dollars like don't don't kill yourself no don't don't and and it is it, i'm it is marvin jones jr but i think he's gonna have a huge huge year this year anyway fantasy i took him way late and i think he's gonna explode this year with some points but i guess putting 10 bucks on the jags would be the best i would probably put the money on the titans though just because i don't want to lay negative money on the colts but i think the colts will win a division agree i'm, I'm with you i think the colts will win but that division's kind of the AFC South kind of feels like it could be a wild card, you know. We could be in like week 14 and the Jags could be 6 and 8. And you're could like, be. They're, they're a game out. Could be. Could be. Yeah, I expect them to be better. Yeah. Um how about the AFC West? You want to hear it? Maybe the best. Let me of- see if I can take a guess. I have not looked. Let me guess. Uh Kansas City's going to be in the negative. I'm going to say the Chargers are going to be like maybe plus 140. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to say the Raiders are plus 480 and then i'll say the broncos because the stupid russell wilson hype have better odds than the raiders well that last part is true i will tell you this they are all positive right so so the chiefs are plus 160 the chargers and the broncos are both plus 250 and the raiders are plus 600 plus 600 on the raiders and i'm telling you the raiders will have a better record than the broncos this year i will tell you that right now I, I am I am with you on that. If you're going to make that bet, I, I am with you. As in, like I'm like, what? All those teams are good. Look, I, I'm of course going to think Kansas City's the best team, but sure, there there's a look. When it comes to gambling, you know your favorite team in gambling is the winning team, right? That's your <laughs> without saying, team. without saying. <laughs> yeah, I just that's one. That's the my favorite team. So I, I think the best odds is is you. I mean, the most appealing is probably the Raiders at plus six hundred in that division. Maybe I, you know, I get with the Kansas city being at plus, I probably just put the money on them. You know what well, I mean? I thought they'd be a negative, but you know, um, well, you know the, think about the Raiders, you know, Raiders chargers week one. And, and we've all forgotten that with a playoff spot on the line last year, yep. the Raiders beat the chargers. Yep. Just beat them. Yep. I believe on the road. I yep. wanted to lose in LA. Yeah, they did. Like, nobody's talking about. We all forgot about that. And like, and they're plus six hundred. I'm like, yeah. Okay. There was some bonehead play at the end of the game where the coach yeah. tried to kick a field goal, but he shouldn't have. Or some, I can't remember exactly how it went down, but it was something boneheaded. Where I remember, uh, Carr was on the sideline and he was with the head, the interim head coach, and they were looking at each other like they're gonna do it like this. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you know. Well, also the other issue for the Raiders is that the, I think the Chiefs beat him like three thousand to eleven last year in the two games they just destroyed them right you know right, they, right. They, they beat them up pretty good so. yeah they did oh i remember what it was in that game if the chargers would have kicked the field goal and tied the game right they right. both would have went to the playoffs but they right. went for the win and the That's raiders right. were and like the steelers would have been out way. right the steelers would have been out right yeah right, right. exactly if they right. would have tied the steelers would have been out and then the chargers went for the win and blew it and blew it <laughs> right right so That's that division amazing. you know i i don't 
you know, a lot of people love the Chargers this year, and I am one of those people. But, you know, it's hard hard to bet against Chiefs Chargers, but a plus 600, you know, a couple shekels on them, and why not? Maybe yeah, different. yeah, yeah. Maybe yep. I think uh, with the Chargers this year, just, you know, like I said last year on our show, everybody thought the Chargers – last year i remember and i was like no just don't happen that fast you don't go from four wins to 11 right. wins in the playoffs i said they'll miss the playoffs this year next year will be the year they'll turn it and i think that'll be this i think this year they're gonna win 11 i got yeah. to win 11 they're gonna it's gonna be good um where do you want me to jump the nfc east yeah yeah, yeah. Right. here we got the cowboys at plus 145 the eagles at plus 145 the washington commanders at plus 500 and the new york football giants at plus 750 i'm gonna tell you this right now Yep. Give me Washington on that bet because mm. I think they're going to win the division anyway. Wow. I think wow. they're going to tie with the Cowboys at 10 and seven. And I think Washington will have the head to head. I'm taking Washington to win the division this year. You got it. You got to get in that bet, that future. Bet. You know, I'm, I'm going to be on the Eagles at plus 145 because the hype train is out of control for the, the Eagles. Right? It is. It, it is. is out of control. So, and it's all based not- on defense, I think. Yeah. And I just don't think Hertz is going to give them the points. Like, right. you know, they're just not going to get away with the stuff they did with him last year. This is the NFL. We've seen teams adjust and shut down Lamar Jackson. You're trying to tell me who can actually zip it downfield a little better than Hertz. You're right. telling me Hertz is going to be the guy that's going to turn out as the running quarterback. I just don't see it. I like, you know, I like AJ Brown. I like Devonte Smith. They, you know, the running backs in Philly concerned me a little bit i like goddard you know I, I think they can score and if their defense is a little better i think yeah. i'll go philly but but you know the team i really want to take i, I would have taken two months ago when we were doing this i would have taken the, the giants but now i you know training yeah. camp has soured me on the giants again 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 like, like the daniel jones stuff is it just it's not going to work out it's just not going to work I just don't think so. I think he's a guy that needs a fresh start with another team, and I think he could be good. I just think it's just not going to happen right. in New York. I just don't think it's going to happen up there. And they have all those wide receivers. To me, they're all kind of the same. You know, they've like Sterling Shepard who gets hurt. Yeah. Uh, they got Tony who's awesome, but he gets hurt all the time. And I think their best receiver is that – I think he's from Michigan, that Wondell Robinson maybe. Maybe he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just good. don't. They don't have it there, man. And if they can't pound the ball with Barkley, it ain't going to happen. And when they're right. getting eight hats in the box, because there's no, you know, that nobody thinks Jones can beat them. And and as far like on that same note, like I think you hit the Eagles right on the head, man. Like there's no running game there. And when right. there's no running game there, they're right. just going to, they're not going to pack the box because Hertz might run. They're going to spy Hertz and right. they're going to sit back on them receivers and try to make him throw. And yep. they're not scared of the run. I just don't no. see it. Man. Also, good defenses uh, will beat up Hurts, right? Remember the Bucks last year in the playoffs? They made Hurts look. Oh, you eat him alive. Eat they him alive, man. Play. Yeah, I just don't see it. Luckily for Hurts, though, he plays in one of the worst divisions. So that, that might be beneficial when he plays against, you know, Giants. Yeah, he's going to get to play the Giants twice. But again, like on the other hand, like this to me might be the second most competitive division just because the teams aren't that great. But I think like right. Eagles, Cowboys, and Commanders are right. all pretty even. I mean, you could, that's a pick them every week with those teams. For sure. For sure. I'm with you. Like, it's smart money is, again, kind of doing what you're doing is probably taking the commanders in some way. And uh, just yeah. whatever, right? It's, it's no different than taking the Raiders at plus 600. You're like, hey, if they win for 10 bucks, I win 50. You know, I win 50 right. bucks for the commanders. Right. And everybody can dog on Wentz all they want, man. Yeah, he's not Tom Brady, and he's not one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. But he's a definite upgrade for them. The guy can play. He is good. Right. And now you're going to be able to get the ball downfield to McLaurin? Uh, okay. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And they got that Jahan Dotson, maybe people kind of like. We'll see. You know, yeah. Yeah. once the running back comes back, you know, we'll see. Yeah, you know. man, poor fella got shot all up. I guess at least he didn't die, though. I mean, yeah, you know. you know. Also, their other running back, uh, Gibson's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He can pound the rock, and their defense is nothing to sneeze at. No, they're good. The they defense, got, remember last year we were talking about their defense being one of the best in the league. Yeah. And then Young got hurt, but still, like, every, I think everybody's forgetting about their defense. They're good. Right. You're trying to you're trying to swing me over to that bet. <laughs> it may slowly work. It may uh, well, slowly at, work. at 500, man, I got to jump on that one. You want to go to the NFC North? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll take the Lions. We're both taking the same team. We're both taking the same team. <laughs> uh, the odds are just too crazy not to. Uh, the Packers are minus 175. Should be more. The Vikings are plus 225. Should be less. <laughs> the Lions are plus 900. Oh, man. And That's the Bears about right. are plus 1600. Yeah, the Bears should be even lower. You, lower, you mean like plus 30? They should they be, should like, be like plus uh, 12,000. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, sure. they're, they're, they're not going to win. That's no. wasting your money. Uh, them in Texas are going to battle it out for the number one pick. It's going to be bad. They're terrible. It's it's so they're so they have no their wide receivers are terrible. Their line is terrible. Yeah, they're it's, terrible. Their their poor fields is going to get if he can survive, he should feel like what a great season that was. If he gets yeah. out this year, yeah, that poor kid, his career's toast. He's he needs he needs some help, and they got they have to find a way next year. They just have and, to. Yeah, and by help, uh, you don't mean like they need a running back or a deep threat. Or by help, you mean they need somebody that can just fucking block someone in front of him. Block, you know, it would help if they got a. They're running back and wide receiver. You know, Mooney's not bad. You know, and uh, Montgomery's fine as a running back. Just get some line. Just protect this dude before he gets just yeah. murdered. Well, and again, that goes back to our circular, cyclical conversation we always have. When you're in a rebuild, man, you don't do it by grabbing all flashy players first. You have to build the interior or you go waste a pick on fields because you can't block. Right. But this does help your argument. When I was like, I thought the Lions should have taken fields. Yeah, no. It would have been the same situation for him. We were that bad as well. But at least we had a good offensive line. He might have had a better shot. But right, The Bears just didn't have anything, right? The cupboard is so bare there. No. Uh, it's, I mean, they picked up Leatherwood, the kid the Raiders cut, who was a bad offensive lineman. The Bears got him. Yeah. Right. Off the, the waivers, I believe. Terrible. And your Mac defense, you, Max gone. Yeah. Gone. Mac right. is gone, and you you can't come to a deal with Roquan Smith. I mean, if he's smart, he's on his way out of town. He ain't signing any deal. I think he's trying, right? I think he'd like to get out of there. I think he's. he's yeah. Good. I think they're offering him some money, and he's playing the press game with his agent about, like, I'm being disrespected. They're not offering me money. And I'm like, mm, they're probably offering you plenty of what you're worth sure. to play in Chicago. And you're like, nah, I'm out of here. It's just, a, it's just, a, it's a complete teardown for the Bears, which is unfortunate. You know, I mean, not as much for you. Uh, outside of, I do like the Bears, but the, the NFL, it's kind of like college football. Like, college football is good when certain teams are always good. I always like it when Nebraska is good in college football. They haven't been good. In 15 Since years, the 90s, yeah, right, right, 20 years, <laughs> yeah, uh, or you know, even watching Florida State be LSU, I'm like, all right, it kind of feels like a That's normal fun. world, right? To That's me, fun. I like when the Bears are good because it feels a little normal, but they haven't been good for a while, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out, uh, Florida State, two of our guys from Calabasas, our wide receivers there, played in the game, caught like six or seven balls between two of them. Micah Pittman transferred from Oregon to Florida State, and Johnny Wilson. Both starters, man. That was fun to watch them play and win that game. Man, I'm, I was into that Florida State team. I'm, yeah. I was into it. I'm like, let's go. Let's bring them back. They, they look fun. 
it is fun. Seminole out on the horse. Give me the flat, the, the you know whatever's on fire. Put it in midfield and let's go. Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. It is fun. Uh, but I, I, you know, in this division, I, I think I, the Vikes. I, I think will be good. I do. I do think they'll be good. I think they're going to be offensively good. You know, if you look at uh, the new coach, he was the Rams OC last year, and I know you love Stafford, but Stafford's number jumped. The yeah. year, you know, he he got there. Yeah. I think Kirk Cousins' numbers will jump. They also have the best wide receiver in football. I'm sorry, Cooper yeah. Cup. Justin uh, Jefferson's pretty good, man. And they have one of the best running backs in football. They also have Thielen's a good wide receiver. They have Osborne, who's a good wide receiver. Like, yeah, yeah. They're okay. Yep. That's why I do like uh, the Vikings. Like, I'm glad you brought up Cooper Cup because it's like with the Rams – it's like the opposite play at receiver. Like they go to their clutch route receiver guy, you know, for the majority of the catches and then take their shots with the other guys. Whereas right. like the Vikings, it's the other way around. Like they're taking the majority of their shots to their big guy, Jefferson. And then feline is their like sticks route guy, get a good catch, good route guy. And, but he's like, you know, they don't go to him first. So they kind of play that opposite each other. Yep. And I don't, you know, I think feline is uh, an excellent number two to be trying to get the ball to you're right. right. He's underrated. He's just going to get a bunch of touchdowns. You know, he's going to end up with like 800 yards and like, you're like, Oh my God, he's got like 13 touchdowns, you know, because yeah. they like, he'll just dump it into him at seven yard, you know, yeah. play. So, you know, and you know, I, I don't want to jump on our week one betting, but you know, you know, you know, you know, I am on this home dog week one. Yeah. A hundred, a hundred, hundred times over I'm uh, yeah. on the Vikings, whatever number. I can't, I can't and go against you on that. It's going to be an every teaser. It's going to, it's, I mean, he's going to be, the Vikings are going to be everywhere for me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm off the Packers in this one for that very reason, because their Packers are the Packers. They're going to start slow. Rogers didn't really play in, at all in the damn preseason. And he's got a, a flock of rookie receivers. It's going to like week six is when you're going to see them start coming on as usual. Yeah. You want to take a, take a minute and you want to, you want to talk about our beloved lions who, you oh, know, I'm way into the lions. I'm way oh. into the lions. The coach is insane. I, I, you know, but I have to say, I do like that he's crazy. I think, I think it's, I want my football coaches to be a little crazy, but legitimately, honestly, crazy. You know, there's so many guys in football that are phonies like that. And those guys can smell it out in a minute. I was talking with Tim Robinson about this. Like he, like they could sniff out in a minute. If this guy was a phony, he's as genuine as it comes. Like that's really who he yeah. is. And then yeah. he's standing up there. Yeah. Like, yeah, like with me, man. Yeah, I'm, I promise <laughs> you guys, I'm not crazy, man. Like this, like we yeah, got to yeah. do this thing here, man. We got to hit for the season. Like they believe it and they buy in. Them guys love them. I I think well, they're gonna. Also, I, I man, a second or third. They, if not this year, they may be next year, right? Like, yeah, you know, we'll see what golf does. I I'm kind of swing up to golf here, as and I think he might be all right. So, I think he's gonna have a great. He just year, has right? too many weapons, not yeah. too many weapons, not. You know? Yeah. And to each his own, like from a coaching standpoint, like everybody needs a different situation and golf is, he's not a guy that needs to be baby. Cause obviously he was not in LA. Like they were on his head every fucking minute, but he's not a guy where correcting him and telling him how shitty he is on every fucking down. Even when he throws a touchdown is helpful to him. He needs an environment like the lions. where, like, Hey, we're going to get in your ass when you suck, but we're going to encourage you when you're doing well. And we believe in you and just go out there and do your thing, man. Just relax, have fun, play football. You're good. You're a good player. Right. And I don't think he was hearing that in LA. You right. know what I mean? Well, that, well, you know, that's the other thing, by the way, jumping on back to the Vikings is that the Vikings coach was Goff's OC, right? And when yeah. Goff was with the Rams, 
Goff was good. Yeah. And he was pretty good then. He, right? was. he was throwing up points. And that, I think that's why, again, I'm like, by the way, this is, of course, not a, a fantasy, but that's kind of why I'm like secretly all over Kirk Cousins in some leagues. I just think Cousins is going to be everywhere. Have a big uh, year. You know, putting up fantasy. Yeah, I think I'll have a good year. But uh, anyway, the, the Lions, uh, I like the Lions. I think they can win seven games. I think maybe they can sneak up to eight. Maybe they get lucky and catch a few breaks to get to nine. Do yeah. I think they make the playoffs? Probably not. No. But if 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 they're going to do it, the NFC, there's a, there's probably like one or two spots available in the NFC. So maybe, right? Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't have them in the playoffs. I do have them at nine and eight, but you're probably exactly right. That's a little bit of a homer call. I'm probably giving them two more wins than they probably should have because I love them. I do have them at nine and eight, though, and not getting in the playoffs. But if we finish right in the middle of the pack, like if we finish seven or eight wins, we're right where we want to be in the draft with all the capital we have to move up and get exactly what we need. And by like exactly what we need, I, I don't mean necessarily a quarterback. It's going to be tough to move up from that spot to get Stroud, even with the capital we have to get Stroud or to get Bryce. We might not, but if we can move up right behind those picks and get the kid from Bama, the uh, linebacker. Right, right. Oh my God. Right, right. Yeah. The kid okay. that should have been up for the Heisman last year, but they didn't yeah, nominate yeah. him for it. Like if we get him, yeah. oh my Anderson? God. Anderson? Is his yeah, name Anderson? The, Anderson Jr. He's real good, man. Uh, we move yeah, up and get him, uh, then listen, I like exactly where we're at on this whole rebuild. You know what I mean? But yeah. we'll see. We'll you see. The, you want me to take you to the NFC South real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Probably won't take long. We got the Bucks at minus 275, the Saints at plus 300. The Panthers at plus a thousand and the Falcons at plus twenty eight hundred. I I mean, I'm just not putting money on anybody but Tampa Bay. I mean, you know where I'm going to put ten dollars, right? Uh, you know I'm going to put it on <laughs> the no, the Atlanta Falcons at plus twenty eight hundred. Oh, okay. it's just too high. The number's too high. You got to you sometimes you got to play the number, right? Like that's crazy. Let's say let, what if Mariota just balls out of his mind? At Pitts is incredible. You know, London Drake. What if they're it's just twenty hundred. It make it like fifteen hundred. So I'm not gonna get into it. Man, right? I don't. I don't even know. If I mean, Tampa's gonna win, gonna win that division. Yeah, but for sure, Tampa's gonna win that division. But what if they don't? Right? What if Brady gets hurt? What if Brady quits? Right? What if Giselle's like if Brady hey, don't play? That you be different. Be married to me. You marry me, or you marry football. What's it gonna be? He has to quit. Then what's happening? Then then my 2,800 Atlanta Falcons bet is looking interesting. It's right? looking better. If they had somebody to throw the football, I might have a little more faith in them. Uh, you got to have somebody to get him. What's that? Right. If Brady gets hurt, I mean, watch out. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe if Riddler comes in and takes over and starts dicing and slicing, we'll see. But I, Mariota, I'm out on. I don't know, man. But I hear you. It's, it's, I, look, I think I'm with, I'm with you. I'm for, I'm for the, uh, the Bucks on that. But, you know, I, it's probably a stay away for $10. Yeah. Why not? What's the deal with the hotness around the New Orleans Saints in this offseason? I mean, That's there's people question. all over the place picking them to go to the Super Bowl to be NFC champs yeah. and go to the Super Bowl. I'm like, I don't know what it is. Is it like this big influx and like we love and support Jameis Winston or I, I don't know what it is. I'm like, this team is going to be lucky and not have a losing record. Yeah. You know, I think part of it is their division, right? They got Carolina and Atlanta. I guess I think you're either taking New Orleans or Carolina. It's one of your surprise teams. A lot of people, right? Yeah. Oh, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because 
You think the other's going to be bad and you're going to play the Falcons twice. Yeah. I mean, if I guess I would take Carolina as the surprise team because if McCaffrey can stay healthy, I mean, say what you want about Baker. He's a definite upgrade at quarterback for them. You know, Um, they grabbed Sinault on the waiver wire there like last week in the slot. Defense is okay. I mean, I don't know. I might be on the Panthers more than I'm on the Saints if everybody stays healthy. I just don't see the Saints. I don't get it. Well, the other thing is, you know, with McCaffrey, have you ever bought like a used car before? Oh, yeah. That's all I've ever had. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I've mostly only had used cars. So buying a used car, you know, when you first get it, this is like the first five games of the season for McCaffrey. Yeah. It runs smoothly and it's going well. And then somewhere in, in, you know, like this, that, you know, game six or 10, somewhere in whatever month that is in your used car. Yep. All of a sudden it kind of starts breaking down and you're like, that loose bolt. This is how idea about finally rattles loose. Oh yeah. yeah. This is how I feel about McCaffrey. I, that's what I was trying to tell Sam in that draft. I mean, you want to spend $63 on McCaffrey? No, let's not, <laughs> but he wanted yeah. to do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I agree. Here's the last one. Here's the last one. The NFC West uh, is Rams. One twenty five plus one twenty five. 49ers plus one seventy five. Arizona plus three twenty five. Seattle plus 1600. See, by the way, let me just point out immediately: plus sixteen hundred is nowhere near as appealing to me as uh, twenty eight plus twenty eight hundred. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, at, listen, I get it. The values uh, for a gamble is probably on the Cardinals, but uh, I'm also a dude that's like I'm so out on Kyler Murray. I I'm so I wouldn't yeah. have him as my franchise quarterback if I could have him for two hundred fifty grand a year. I just wouldn't. I'm so out right. on that dude. Not only is he too small, whatever, say what you want. I, I was undefeated in high school. Fucking great. <laughs> so well, so yeah. what? When everybody cool. was, oh, you mean when everybody was closer cool. to the size you are? That's exactly our argument is that you're <laughs> yeah, too small right. for the NFL. Right. Right. So don't tell me about high school. Right. Right. You don't want to be like a dumbass point. Right. You right. know, like, look, he's a phenomenal athlete. Should have played baseball. But you're too damn small for the NFL, number one. And then number two, on top of it, you're not a team guy. You're a me guy. You need to be a team guy right. where guys want to go out there and run through walls and die for you if you're going to be the little guy out there. You can't be me guy where right. the guys in front of you also don't give a shit about you. You're toast. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh. I, I, I'm with you on Arizona. I, I'm on the other side of it, though, as in I'm kind of anti-Kingsbury. He's, sure. he's not my guy. I, I, I just don't think Cliff – the the November cliff fade it happened at Texas Tech and it's happened at Arizona like yeah. teams kind of catch up to cliff there yeah. by mid October November it's all down oh his worst so that, enemy that, is tape I'm with you. yeah yeah That's, yeah his worst enemy is tape they get some tape on him and it's done it's over yeah cliff sometimes thinks he's like we'll just keep doing what we're doing you're like no 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 you gotta make a few small changes yeah you know? we got we got better guys awesome. just do what we do now it's the NFL you don't have better guys. You have the same guys. No, <laughs> I mean it's like right. But I think yeah. I think in this division, you know, I, I'm. I guess I would. I would probably just take the plus in the Rams at one twenty five. Oh, easy. You know, Niners can't maybe, figure out the maybe San Right, right. Maybe, I mean, yeah. so that concerns me. Yeah, maybe Trey Lance comes out and absolutely sets the league on fire, but I'm not gambling on that. You know what I mean? No. So I'll no. get. I take the Rams. I take yeah. the Rams for sure. 
Do you want to do you want to talk about who's going to make the playoffs in each division? How what do you how you want? To yeah, do? yeah. Run down every division just real quick, and you don't got to beat okay. it to death. But just tell me who you think is going to win the division. Okay, well, I'll do the AFC and the yeah. AFC East. I'm going to take the Bills. Right, uh, clear. We're both taking the Bills. Yeah, we're both taking the Bills in the North. I, I'm going to take the Ravens, but I, I would be very interested in the Bengals. Yeah, but so I'll take the Ravens. I think uh, I'm going to stick and, with the Bengals. Yeah, in the South, I'm gonna take. I, I'm gonna take the Colts. Also taking the Colts. In the AFC West, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Me too. And then my my wild card teams in that. So that's four. And so I'm gonna have the for me. I will have the Bengals, the Chargers, and uh, I'll probably take the. I guess I'll I'll probably take the Broncos. Okay, uh, who you got number one seed, best record, Bills? Uh, no, no. Chiefs. Oh, I, I think I'm going to take the Chiefs. I, I think that, you know, Mahomes, nope, that for a quarterback who's been to four conference title games in four years as a starter, been to two Super Bowls, that dude takes a lot of heat for some reason. Like, I, like I he'll leave. No, I don't understand, man. I don't understand. I just think, like, I'm just going to take the Chiefs. I think it's just, just give me the Chiefs, you know. To do it. The only reason I'm going to take the Bills to have the better record is because of the division they play in. You know, the Chiefs got a yeah. tough division. They got a tough division. And the Bills are going to get to play the Jets twice, <laughs> the Patriots twice, and yeah, the Dolphins no, it's, twice. It's you know what I mean? I'm not saying so, – I'm not picking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I'm just like – but I, I think the Chiefs are going to be right up. So I'll, I'll take yeah. the Chiefs. Those yeah. are my seven playoff teams. Who are yours? All right. I got Bills as the number one seed. Uh, and yeah, then yeah. making the playoffs for me – um, Obviously, the division winners, KC, Colts, Bengals, and then rounding out the rest, I got uh, the Chargers being the fifth seed, Titans being the sixth seed, and I got the Raiders being the seventh. Kind of, That's my dark I horse. Like, I kind of like, you're out on the Ravens. Interesting to make the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, completely out on the Ravens. I think people have figured Jackson out. I think that defense is getting a little longer in the tooth than people think. And it's a division that's going to beat up on each other. And I think down the stretch, you're going to have to win games in the last two minutes. And they're not built to do that. I, I like it. I'm, I'm kind of into, you know, what I also the, I think they're going to be good though. You know, they were last year, they were like eight and three and then Lamar got hurt and they did, they missed the playoffs, you know? So I, you know, they lost their last six. There's like eight. And right. Nine. Right. Uh, but the, the Titans bet's interesting, I think, because, you know, you're kind of betting on Vrabel, who's kind of awesome. The dude's a good coach. He's a great coach. He's got like the Tomlinson effect for me because yeah. I'm just like, no matter what, every year when people are like, nah, they don't have anything. They don't have anything. 11 wins, 12 wins, 11 wins, 12 wins. I just don't think you can count them out. And if football is football, the high school Kyler Murray, you know, uh, aside, it is the NFL, but I don't care what level you're at. If you can run the football and play defense, you can take that fucking show on the road. You know yeah. what I mean? And they can. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, you know, if I was ranking mine, I'd probably go like Chiefs, Bills, Colts, uh, you know, uh, Ravens. And that would be my top, top four in some order. That yeah. would be the top four. Yeah, those would be the division winners for sure. And then who you who you got going to the Super Bowl? Yeah. AFC champ. Um, boy, it's going to be hard not to take the Bills. I mean, I, I would take the Chiefs, but you're telling me that you're going to go three of the last five. It's just hard to do. Um, and against the same team so is the hard. other thing to me. Like it's the hard. Yeah. It's not only hard to do that that many times in a row, but it's hard to beat the same team that many times in a row. Because you know the Chiefs Bills game's coming, 
right? It's oh, coming yeah. in the playoffs, you know? And it's yeah. like, do, do I think the Chiefs will win? I'm sure I'll bet on the Chiefs, but the, it's going to mean a little more to the Bills. So I, I guess I'm going to follow the protocol, and I'm going to take the Bills. I'm going to take yeah. the Bills. And kind yeah. of- I'm going to go with the Bills, and I know it's the popular pick, and I don't normally do that, but I am going to go with the Bills as well. And it's for the same reason I thought they were going to beat the Chiefs last year. I think it's going to come down to both teams are going to score. Their offenses are prolific. It's going to be which team plays better defense. And I think the Bills had a better defense last year. They broke down on one play. They broke down on one play and Hill took it to the house and they lost, you know. You know what, Mikey, since we're doing it, since you're on the Bills too, I'm going to, you know what, put me on the Chiefs. It's just, I'm just going to buy in. I'm going to buy into Andy Reid and Mahomes. There we go. There we go. You can't go wrong. Yeah. I mean, you can't, either team's going to be good. The yeah. AFC is so much better than the NFC, by the oh. way. Oh, so, so much better. better. So much better. All right, let's, okay, do, okay. let's rock the NFC. What do you, who you got in the I'm East? I'm going to go. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Eagles. Yeah, I'm taking the Commanders. I'm going dark horse here. I'm taking Washington. Uh, I'm going to take in the North. I'm going to take the Packers. Lions all day. No, I'm going to take the Packers. <laughs> Packers for sure. Right. Yeah, Packers. I'm in the South, I'm going to take the Bucks. Yep, me too, Bucks. In the West, I'm going to take the Rams. Yep, Rams. We're only different on two picks. I mean, you know, I got Washington, you got the Eagles, and then in the AFC, uh, you got Ravens, I got Bengals. I mean, we're only different on two of them there. Who's yeah. your number one seed in the, in the NFC? Who do you think? Uh, man, I, I, I guess I'll go Tampa. Yeah. Tampa is so beatable. They're so beatable. Yeah. I, I think that's why I'm going Packers is just because of the division. I mean, they've got six games against Bears, Vikings, Lions. Well, but Tampa's got six games against the Falcons, Panthers, and Saints. This is true. This is true. But I just think the Packers are a little better. I'm taking the Packers as my number one seed. Um, who else you got making the playoffs there? I got. I would take. I would take the Vikings. I'm going to take them. I'm going to probably, you know, here, here's one I, I don't. Oh, I'll take San Francisco. I'll take the Vikes. And then I think, then it, for me, it comes down to two teams. And I'm just going to, boy, I don't like it. But I'm going to go with Dallas. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's that's not a bad go around there. I like I got the pack, number one seed. And then division winners rounded out number two seed. I got Rams. Uh, I got Tampa Bay. And then I have the commanders and then making the playoffs. I also have the Cowboys making the playoffs, the Niners making the playoffs. And I don't know why, because I just don't think they're going to be that great, but I don't want to take it on the chin too bad. I'm going to put the saints making that final spot to get into Mm -hmm. playoffs going against everything I've said, but I don't know. It's coming from a lot of places. People think they're going to be great. I think they could be eight and nine, but I got them at nine and eight and I got like five other teams at nine and eight. And I'm just going to give them the head to head nod. Get me on board the Vikings train. Yeah, that's a good dark horse, I think. I'm on it. I think I think they have a chance to win the division. I'm not saying they will, but I think they they do. I mean, the Packers are going to have some wide receiver issues. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're going to have some growing pains there, there's no doubt. I I think it's a great dark horse pick, man. I think not a lot of people will have that, and it could absolutely happen. Well, who you got going to the Super Bowl? Uh... Boy, it, it's anything goes in the uh, NFC, right? It is. Because uh, I'm not going to take Tampa. There's one no. thing I can promise you. The Packers are going to lose in the playoffs. They do it every year. Track every record. Every year. Track record. Uh, 
I, I guess, you know, let's, let's go, let's, let's bring it back to what I thought it was going to be this last year, which is I'm going to go chiefs Rams one more time. I'm doing the exact same thing. I'm not saying chiefs, but I'm going bills. I'm going bills Rams. I just don't see anybody beating that Rams team, man. I mean, it's just loaded and in a different way than in the past when teams have been loaded, like these guys get along and want to win. It's not, you know, loaded. Right. Everybody's okay. cashing a payday, chasing a ring. Like these guys want to play. I'm so going to take I'm the other team because I'll switch again because I think it's going to be more fun. I, I will take a shot on the Eagles. Chiefs, the Super Eagles. Bowl. Yep. Now that you it's might want to put some money on. <laughs> well, yeah, it's probably won't happen. That's why. <laughs> well, 10 bucks on the Eagles, you there, like you probably losing, get your 2800 yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you like you losing $20, put it on the Chiefs and Eagles. Right. Uh, to right. Yeah. I'm taking the Rams to win it all. Repeat. Uh, I, I'm probably, I'm officially on the Rams, but also I, I will be interested in the Eagles for sure. Yeah, okay. All right. And then you're taking Kansas City to win it. Yeah. I, I think the AFC is so loaded, you know, but I, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to ride with the best player and that tends to be Mahomes. Yeah, so. it is. I agree with you. I think he takes you know, a lot of lines going to be better. Yeah. The line's going to be better. They're going to have more wide receivers, which yeah. is better than just having one big one. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Were you blown away in any of your fantasy drafts? How people just were not picking any chiefs wide receivers. Yeah, nobody – do you know what will be better, I think, is next year in fantasy when people – now that we, we just need to see what Mahomes is doing with these – like, does he like Juju? I mean, Juju is only 25, yeah, right? Right. We all think of Juju like he's 37. No, Because he's he young, feel like he's been alive. He's pretty young. Yeah, yeah he's young. Uh, so Juju is going to be good, I think. Uh, you know, we don't – nobody knows what that rookie is going to be, Sky Moore. Yeah. You know, no, he right. could be good. I don't know. He also could be bad. Um, right, right. You know, I think the Chiefs' problem is that they have a little bit of a running back issue. Like I, I love Ceh. I used to when they drafted him. I loved him. Yeah. Now I, I don't. I don't have much love for Ceh. Here's why I like him this year. Um, he's in a contract year, and he knows his ass is on the hot seat. That tends to motivate guys. Now you put that with an environment of chasing a Super Bowl, and guys tend to really ball out. I think he's going to have a big year. Got it. He he needs to because this is gonna he's gonna his house is gonna go up for sale like by mid October. No doubt. You know. No doubt. He's gonna start renting. He's gonna start renting down by the plaza in Kansas City. It's gonna he's gonna need he's gonna need to be good. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Yeah. The Chiefs will just take another running back. They they'll just draft another. One. They don't care. You they know? need to. But I, I like Mahomes. Yeah, they do. I like Mahomes and Andy Reid. You know, like. Let's see what happens. I think the defense is going to be pretty good. I just think there's a lot of good things about the Chiefs. Yeah, there's a ton of good things about the Chiefs. And like I was saying, I think you're right about Mahomes takes a bunch of heat because he hasn't won Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl because we're living in an age where we watched a guy go to the Super Bowl 60% of the time in his career, which is is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know right. what I mean? What do you want? Went to right. eight Super Bowls in 15 years? I mean, that's right. more than 50% of the time. That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And he's being held to that standard. And number two, I think he's got a bunch of, you know, when you're the front runner, you're also the guy they love to hate. You know right. what I mean? Like he's so damn good. People love to hate on him, you know? Yeah. You know, I, you know, the last four years they've had the conference championship game in Kansas city. Like, will it happen again this year? Probably not, but will the chiefs be right up there for a chance for it yeah. to happen? 
Yeah. Yeah, and they will. Here's a, so. a, a fun nugget for you. I, I think if I'm not wrong, the Eagles went to six straight NFC championship games when Reed was the coach. Was it five or six? Like yeah. 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 If he does that again with the Chiefs, I don't know any Maybe. coach will ever do that. Maybe. 12 Maybe. years, six in each league, NFC, AFC, straight runs to the championship game. I mean, that's pretty impressive, man. Hey, who's the who's the good team you're down on the AFC, or who's or you would just be down on them, and who's the team you're down on the NFC? Well, I think the NFC we already covered, man. I'm just not on this New Orleans Saints train. I mean, everybody thinks they're so damn good, and I'm like, no, no thanks. And the Cowboys too. You can keep them. Um, yeah, they are who they are. And the AFC, I think absolutely for me, it's gonna be the Broncos. I, I think they're gonna have a losing record. I think they're gonna go eight and nine. Well, you know the Broncos will be good for like five first five games, and then the remaining uh, eleven they're going to be average to bad. Yeah. Isn't that what they do every year? Yeah, they're like I mean, good out of the gate when they're bad. Right. Yeah. I, I just don't. I don't see you can't you can't sell me on the fact that the only thing that was wrong with that team the last couple of years was Drew Locke. You get rid of right. him and get Russell Wilson, and you're in it for the Super Bowl. No. And I also don't think Russell Wilson's a guy that you stick him on any team you're chasing the Super Bowl. No. I think right. he's very good. I think he's right. probably at the top of the mountain right there and start starting to head downhill in his career. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's anywhere near like his top peak. I just – I'm not buying into the hype. I think he's going to be good and they'll be better, but I, I just don't think that they're like, no, they're contenders. Really? Right. For sure. I'm down on them. I have, you know, if the AFC, a team I would watch out for, like, it's going to be worse than I think it would be somebody like the Bengals, I think would be a team, you know, Burrow injury is already kind of beat up. Uh, I would just, that and that division's kind of crazy. So I, I would just look out. I also think the Browns are going to be super bad just for the record, but, you know. I don't know. I'm kind of the other way on them because Watson's not going to play. And who's starting for them? Brissett, look at Brissett's record and other teams where he's taken over and had to just hold it down till the other guy came back. Like we, like with the Colts and the Patriots and the, like the guy's good, man. He's good. He wins games in a way the Browns couldn't win games with Baker by just managing the game and not turning the ball over. And with the way they run the football and the defense they have, I think that's dangerous. I would say if I had to take one team that was going to be my dark horse to be better than people think it would be the Browns. See, I'm on the opposite. I'm like, they're going to be in trouble. I think. I think they're going to be in trouble. They, also, yeah, they Watson could. comes back. Watson comes back in week 13, I think, because yeah. they have a buy in week 12, and that's at Houston. So I'm like, and so that game's a wash too to me. So yeah. you know, like his first game back is at Houston, and, and I'm sure he'll just destroy him. But there's going to be a lot of distractions for Mr. A lot. Watson that week. A lot. Week 13. A lot. A lot. I mean, I know they're yeah. paying him too much, and they got to they, they got to play him. But I wonder if they'll right. even play him at that point in the year. Yeah. Well, also in the NFC, I'm with you. I think it's Dallas for me. Is the kind of team. If you told me at the end of the year they were six and eleven, I'd be like, "Yep, that makes sense." Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they they could choke it. And for me, also the Eagles. We have a tendency to do that. <laughs> like we'll both be a team that's on the teeter, and you'll be like Eagles, and I'd be like, "Nope," and then you'll be like Browns, and I'd be like, "I don't think so." I'm just strap taking the Eagles to the Super Bowl. I'm like, let's go Eagles. Let's yeah, go. Right. I know, man. I know. The hype I train. Know. I was talking about out of control. And now here I am just getting right on board the hype train. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let me throw this one on you as far as hype train. Week one, 
yeah. Browns at Carolina. Carolina's favored by a field goal. How do you like that yeah. game? Well, you know where I would put that game right into my teaser. I would put, yeah. I would give me the Browns. Yeah. Give me the Browns and, and the tees. you like, yeah. Mike, my, my, I would be nervous about taking it straight up, maybe, but you know, I, I, I man, that's not Baker versus Jacoby. Not, not thrilling. Yeah. You know, you have the Baker payback. You know, Baker wants to put it on him. That's yeah. the scary part. But I think that puts him right in the realm that got his ass in a pot of boiling water to begin with. Pressing too hard, trying too hard. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I like right. the I like the Browns to just win the damn game. I would probably I wouldn't tease it. I I think there's better teasers. I would tease it, but I, yeah. I'm saying right now it's not in my top teases. At know. nine points, it is in mine. I've played it. I'm like I've already locked it in. I'm you give me the Browns yeah. and nine. I'm taking that. They play defense, man. You know. Do you want do you want it to week one teases? That I like? Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you got? What are you playing? Okay. I haven't played anything yet for the record, but the, these are games that jump off the page for me. I'm gonna take the Rams, whatever they are. Right now that I see them at plus two and a half. Right. Okay. So give me that to tease. You know, you know who I like at minus six and a half to tease it down is the Bengals down to half. Okay. At home, at home versus the Steelers, I like that one a lot. Um, you, I, I tell you, one are you I'm gonna get into the Detroit Lions at plus yeah. four. Yep, give me give me a six, give me six on that to get them to For plus sure. ten. Plus ten, that's uh, that's uh, a lot. Um, you know, I I'd consider I here's some road. I like to, sometimes I like to bunch them together. Because I like so I like here are teams I like that are on the road that are favorites. All right. And okay. To tease them down. One is uh, give me the Ravens, tease them down to 0.5. Yeah, like, absolutely. At, at the Jets. Absolutely. I like the Chief, Chiefs at Arizona. Tease them down to a pick 'em. Yep. For sure. And then uh, you know. I bet you the heart. I would probably add the Colts and take them down to minus one at Houston. I would probably tease that group together all day, all day. And then you could throw the Broncos in for me too. Broncos at Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Tease that 100%. down to half a point. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'll one that. tease I would do. You know, and then, and then I would do, I, I would even, if I was really like, let's get frisky, I would probably make Falcons plus 11 and a half or plus 12. You know, yeah, you, you could. You, I would not be shocked if you saw. You know, you could cross the line with the Commanders if you wanted to. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm forgetting my number one teaser: the Vikings at plus one and a half, buddy. They're just sitting there for me. <laughs> yeah, seven and a half, Absolutely. man. That's seven and a half. You got to jump on that one. Yeah. No, I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll make some official picks, send them to you. But those, those are where I'm looking yeah. teasing wise. Yeah, for sure, some good ones too, man. And. I'm going to go against everything I've been saying this whole damn time as well, but I'll take the saints down to a pick them against the Falcons. Right. You know, well, that's, I mean? that's the kind of game I might tease Atlanta up to 11 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you one, one I will tease up and I am teasing up is the Raiders at the chargers. You're going to give me the, you're going to be the Raiders plus nine. I'll take it. Right. You yeah. Yeah. I mean? that, that, and line. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For me, it's like that the Raiders for you and maybe like the Vikes for me, you're going to see the Vikings around my teasers. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and Steelers. Give me the Steelers plus 12 and a half at Cincinnati. 12 and a half? That Tomlinson's going to keep it 12 and a half, man. I mean, I just don't right. see that being a lot. When the, the final score is like 20 to 10 or some bullshit yeah. like that, yeah. sneak it out yeah. at the end. I got one I'm going to post and share where I'm going to, I'm going to play one, no teaser, straight up three team, no teaser. And I'm taking the lions getting four against the Eagles. I'm taking the Steelers getting six and a half against the Bengals. And I'm taking the Browns getting three against Carolina. I'm taking those three straight up. The lions is the long shot there, but I think Browns and Steelers. I mean, you can't get Steelers six and a half. I just don't think so. Right. If I'm taking them straight up, here's three straight ups for me. Give me the Rams at plus two and a half. Uh, I think, you know, I'm going to take the Vikings at plus one and a half. Mm. And here you go. Let's just shock the world. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys at plus two and a half. Because that might go up to three by kickoff. Yeah, if that gets to three, you might be, that might be a decent one there. You could also buy half a point, push it to three. Right. Right. Okay. Well, we'll post some this week like we always do. You know what I mean? Like we'll post our uh, teasers. Um I guess we'll decide if we want to do four team teaser or three team, whatever you want to do. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but we'll post them. We'll post them up for you guys. We're gonna have picks all season long, like we did last year. We're gonna have our teasers. We're gonna have our straight ups every week. Andy will send them to us. I'll put them out on the site. Uh, you guys are welcome to jump in as well and play along. We'll try to come up with some kind of new contest for this year, like we did last year. Um, we sent out a, a Stafford throwback uh, Rams jersey to the winner last year, so we're gonna see. I'm not sure exactly how we want to do it this year, but we'll figure it out. And I will share it at the beginning of the show here. So we're going to double back on it, but we'll figure out another contest. We'll have some more prizes for people, but we'll have Andy's picks. We'll get them out to you guys every week. And absolutely want to thank you for being on the show again, man. And we're going to be Thanks, tapping man. you all year long. We'll be hey, tapping you. Let's win some money. Let's, let's win, win some, some money. money. <laughs> all right, man. Just a little we'll, bit. Bet. We'll see you next time, man.